She was the picture of domesticity, her shoulder-length hair pulled back, a clean apron tied around her waist. She had a tempting backside made even more so by the tight jeans she wore and by the cropped, dusky pink sweatshirt that rose beguilingly when she moved, offering him a glimpse of honey-colored flesh that made him forget about everything else. She reached into an overhead cabinet and the hem of her shirt inched up her spine. He would have given his entire retirement account to have her turn around slightly and flash that delectable navel. He sighed heavily. Are you hot yet? Danny said. Huh? Michael glanced at him quickly. Was he that obvious? He could almost imagine his eyes rolling in his head and steam spewing out each ear. Have you warmed up enough to go back out? Oh, Michael took a shaky breath. Warm didn't come close to describing how he was feeling, and if he stood up, it was likely his nephew would figure out his problem in one glance. Let me finish my coffee, he said, although he was in no hurry to leave the warm kitchen and the woman who made it seem even cozier. I'm going to visit the dogs for a minute, the boy said. They're in the bedroom, Maddie told him. Be sure to keep the door closed. Michael was only vaguely aware of Danny leaving the room. His eyes were trained on his wife. He didn't know what she was looking for, but as she searched through one cabinet after another, she left the doors standing open. How many times had he warned her against that very thing, and how many times had she knocked herself silly as a result? Uh, Maddie, he began, then winced when her noggin collided with the corner of one cabinet door. Ouch, Maddie cried. Michael jumped up and hurried toward her, closing cabinet doors in his path. I knew that was going to happen. Here, let me see how bad it is. He tilted her face back slightly. A red welt lay in her hairline. It didn't break the skin, but there'll probably be a bruise. He held up three fingers. How many do you see? Eight, but I was never good at math. Do you think I'll need plastic surgery? I'm afraid plastic surgery won't work in your case. You'll just have to be scarred for life. Probably no man will ever look at you, so you might want to reconsider divorcing me. Oh my, I think I may have amnesia. It took only one second to realize she was kidding. Oh boy, he said, affecting a serious tone. Do you know your name? She looked thoughtful. No, but I think I come from royalty. I seem to recall being addressed as Queen something or other. Grinning, Michael took one of her hands in his. You're Queen Mary, named after a prestigious ship, and I'm your most trusted servant, here to please you in every way, if you get my drift. He gave her a hearty wink. The touch of his hands on hers sent Maddie's stomach a flutter. She tried to hide her discomfort. Does the king know about this? The king is old and blind and deaf. The poor thing. I must go to him. He still manages to drink and gamble and run with tainted women, though, which is why you have no qualms about taking lovers. Oh, is that all? She tried to pull away. I've also seen him kick your dogs from time to time. Her eyes narrowed dangerously. I'll kill him. The bedroom door opened and her dachshunds darted out before Danny could grab them. Who's that? Maddie whispered, nodding toward the boy. He empties the palace chamber pots, Michael replied, a split second before Rambo sank his teeth into the hem of his jeans and tugged with all his might. Michael sighed and shook his head sadly. What's going on? Danny asked, his eyes widening at the sight before him. Your Aunt Maddie hit her head on a cabinet door. He glanced once more at her wound. You should be okay as long as you remember rule number one, which is, don't leave dangerous, life-threatening cabinet doors open. He examined one carefully as if inspecting it for further hazards. These things should come with warning labels. 
He turned to Danny. Guess we'd better go get that wood. He crossed the room, dragging the dog along with him. We'll have to hurry. Your aunt's not safe here, and I don't know how long this dog's going to last with me dragging him through the snow. Maddie hurried over to Michael and pried the dog loose while Muffin sat up and begged for attention as well. Holding Rambo by the collar, she watched the two men bundle up and pull on the waiting boots. She couldn't help thinking how much Michael resembled the man she'd fallen in love with more than six years earlier. Of course, that was before he'd become consumed with his job, before he'd forgotten how to laugh and have fun. She prayed the roads would be cleared soon, before she fell in love with Michael all over again.